This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, GSA attempts some creative inflation slashing tricks for contractors. Internet crime was a growth industry in 2021. And the number of federal contractors is shrinking. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. The Defense Department is refilling positions for its top advisory board on women in the military. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more. The Biden administration cleaned house for a review of all its Pentagon advisory committees a year ago. Now the administration's restaffing the Defense Advisory Committee on Women in the Services. Shelley O'Neill Stoneman will serve as the new chair of the committee. She brings two decades of experience in the executive and legislative branches. Other newly appointed members include former Vice Admiral Robin Braun and retired Command Master Chief Octavia Harris. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Defense Department officially established a Suicide Prevention and Response Independent Review Committee to review mental health issues and sexual assault in the military. The committee is based off of the Sexual Assault Committee's in-depth examination last year into military culture. The panel on suicide was mandated by Congress in the 2022 Defense Authorization Act. DOD's first-ever chief software officer is moving back to private industry. Jason Weiss tells Federal News Network he's accepted a new job with a private cybersecurity firm. He's been serving in the newly created DOD post since January 2021 and plans to stay until April 15th. Weiss says he's proud of the groundwork he laid but says Congress should strongly consider making the chief software officer a Senate-confirmed position to give the department leader more authority to initiate comprehensive change. GSA is trying to help contractors take a bite out of inflation. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The General Services Administration makes changes in four areas to help companies on their scheduled contract address rising prices. A new memo from GSA temporarily suspends certain requirements of the Economic Price Adjustment Clause. One change lets vendors increase prices more than three times over a 12-month period. Another puts on hold the requirement for 30 days to pass before companies can raise their prices a second time. And a third change pushes down the decision authority at GSA for price adjustments. These changes remain in effect through September 30th, 2022. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. As some agencies start to re-enter the office, there are new concerns about return to office plans for the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Currently, there are no open offices for the EEOC and no publicly available plans for getting employees back in person. Two ranking members from the House Education and Labor and Oversight and Reform Committees expressed their concerns in a letter to Commissioner Charlotte Burroughs. The authors asked for information from the EEOC on return-to-office timetables and the impact of closed workspaces. The Veterans Affairs Department is bringing employees back to the office, but envisions a hybrid workplace for staff. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. The VA says it brought non-bargaining unit employees back to the office last week and expects bargaining unit employees to return to the office by May. A return to the office only impacts a portion of the total VA workforce. Nearly 80% of staff have been frontline workers since the start of the pandemic. Deputy VA Secretary Donald Remy says the agency is pivoting to a hybrid workplace that will keep telework in place for eligible employees. 
the hybrid work environment will allow for people to use telework arrangements so that they only have to come into the office a set number of days during the week. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The number of federal contractors is shrinking. New analysis from Bloomberg government found the number of unclassified prime contracts over the last decade fell by nearly 33 percent to 97,000 from a high of 142,000. BGov says the Defense Department in 2021 had about 44,000 contractors, the smallest number than any time over 10 years. The civilian contractor base dropped by 31 percent since 2011, down to 67,000 vendors. The National Park Service, Social Security Administration, and Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are among the highest-ranking agencies that Americans trust. A national survey from the Partnership for Public Service finds that at least 60% of respondents gave positive feedback for those individual agencies, while only 4 in 10 Americans say they trust the federal government overall. The IRS is the only agency with a majority unfavorable opinion at 51% negative responses. The survey is an initial part of the partnership's research on improving trust in government. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency sets up a new portal for reporting cyber incidents. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. CISA is asking companies to disclose cyber incidents to a new portal set up recently amid concerns about Russian cyber attacks. It also comes after Congress passed new incident reporting requirements for critical infrastructure companies. But the requirements don't come into effect until CISA goes through a rulemaking process. So for now, CISA is asking companies to report on a voluntary basis. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The FBI says business email compromise scams were the most costly cybercrimes in 2021. The Bureau's Internet Crime Complaint Center says it received nearly 850,000 complaints of suspected Internet crime last year, a 7% increase from 2020, for reported losses of nearly $7 billion. Business email compromise amounted to $2.4 billion in losses alone in 2021, with investment fraud, personal data breaches, and romance scams also topping the list. The Postal Service emails digital scans of incoming mail to millions of households every day. Now the agency is moving the infrastructure that supports its informed delivery service to the cloud. USPS says it's moving to a cloud-based platform that will store, send, and host emails for its informed delivery service. USPS says the move to the cloud will allow it to replace its current on-premises infrastructure for the program. USPS says the migration of this data will not have any impact on individual privacy rights. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast, I'm Peter Masurlian, in for Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.